Let Russ cook. So how was that meal? <laughs> how was that meal, Bronco fans? How was that meal? Did you enjoy your meal? Is it better? Like, like, is it one? Was it one of those meals where you know you, you got some meals where it's better? You know, the leftovers are better, or it still tastes good even with the leftovers when you're heating it up. You know, you still have a, an equivalent or better taste. It doesn't go downhill. You know, kind of like when you eat on Thanksgiving, the meal is awesome, and then the next three, four days. Those leftovers, it still tastes good. It's money. You know, that turkey, that ham, you know, that mac and cheese, you know, that broccoli cheese casserole, all the good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Is it is it on that level? You know, a lot of, a lot of well, I'm not going to say a lot, but I had a few Denver Broncos fans who I felt was disrespectful, but I didn't really take them serious because it's all within the confines of talking noise in the game of football. But they said that, yeah, they're going to beat the Seahawks 42-17 and all this. Seahawks ain't this. or Y'all need to stop hating Russ and all that. And you got Colin Carhart saying that you can't boo Russell Wilson. And speaking of that, you know what? Let's just start off with that right there. Because, okay, Denver Bronco fans, let's you, you number one, like, as a Seahawks fan, um, I don't hate Russell Wilson. Why would I hate Russell Wilson? Did you know when you hate somebody or hate anything, did you know that's the equivalent of walking, of carrying a, a, a dead, you know, a couple dead bodies on your shoulders? You know, just carrying that dead weight. Just carrying that dead weight. Nobody want to carry that dead weight, man. Why we want to do that, man? I'm not trying to do that. Don't hate Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is, when he retires a Hall of Famer, he's going down as a Seattle Seahawk, okay? There's no if and buts about that. And he's going to be in the Seahawks Hall of Ring of Honor. And just like how we had former players, former Seahawks, Marshawn Lynch, Richard Sherman, um, who else was there? K.J. Wright, Doug Baldwin, and, some, and, you know, some other former Seahawks, you know, Cliff Averill, you know. Russell Wilson, when he retires, guess what? He's going to come back. He's going to be back there, too. Okay, I mean, he's going to be waving that flag. Seahawks, go Hawks. You saw he almost said go Hawks. I mean, you know, he's in, in, you know, so, you know, the thing about it is Russell Wilson wanted to go to a team where he can have more control. And that's fine. But here's the but check this out. The Seahawks gave him. Well, I'm jumping subject to subject. Let me get back to get back to Colin Goddard. All right. It's okay to boo Russell Wilson. He's going to get booed. Okay? Like, now, did anybody, if you say some racial slurs or you disrespecting his family and all that, that's below the belt. I don't recall anybody saying that, and I doubt anybody said it because the national media has been covering this. I mean, you know, where they're talking about they shouldn't boo Russ, boo Russ, and blah, blah, blah. And if somebody was saying something disrespectful, doing something disrespectful they would have said that but the seahawks fans they kept it so classy that they only booed him that you can't even make up a freaking story or lie about them saying something disrespectful about him because there's no reason to say that now the boos were extra hard because he wanted to leave seattle you can blame Pete carroll all you want and blah 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 here's the thing it's not like pete carroll if you take pete carroll's side in this it's not like it's like you it's like it's not like he doesn't have a you don't have a reason to defend Pete Carroll. Check this out. When was this team at their best? That was at their best when they had a dominant defense. Um, they could run the ball 
and they was, you know, you had good quarter, solid, good quarterback play. It wasn't just about the quarterback. Like, you know how many games the Seahawks won when Russell Wilson threw like 150 yards or just barely 200 yards? Kind of like how Geno Smith played, okay? You know, you know how many games they won like that? That's how they went. That's how they was winning games, okay? That's how they win games. That's the philosophy. But when Russ, when he does, you know, I get it. He want to cook and all that, but it's not about you, Russ. I can see if the Seahawks want a Super Bowl with him cooking. No. You want a Super Bowl with dominant defense. Okay? Pete Carroll tried to let him cook at the end against uh, the Patriots, the Super Bowl. You know, Russ threw that interception. And you know what? Pete never blamed Russ publicly. He took all the blame. Next day, he taking the blame. And everybody was putting it on Pete. Nobody's putting it on Russ. All right. Now imagine that was Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, John Elway or something, Warren Moon, you know, um, um, who else? Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Guess what? They would have ran the ball in or hand the ball off. They wouldn't have thrown that pick. I tell you that. And people would have been blaming them. But Russ, you know, Russ did have me nervous. He did have me nervous. But, you know, hey, man, I, I'm glad it worked out the way it did. I, I wasn't expecting a blowout, and, and I wouldn't want Russell wouldn't want to see Russ get blown out. So I'm a fan of the Seahawks. I'm a fan of Russell Wilson. I'm a Seahawks fan more than a Russell Wilson fan. But I, I, I thought the game, it went the way it was supposed to go. It was a close game, and, you know, um, Seattle won. That's all I wanted. Um, Colin Cowherd, like, hey, here's the thing with Cowherd. Cowherd hasn't been a Seahawk. He, he's not a Seahawk fan. He's from Seattle. Um, I, I don't live in Seattle. I live in Texas, man. And I'm a Texans fan and a Seahawk fan. But Colin Cowherd, he doesn't root for the Seahawks. And he always says he's a he's not a homer and all that. So, bro, you're not a homer. You don't root for the team. So, of course, you don't understand why the Seahawks booed him. And, of course, you wouldn't boo him. You're more of a fan of the person, Russell Wilson, than the Seahawks, which is totally fine. But don't try to tell us, don't try to tell fans how to be a fan. Like, here's the thing, and I could see if booing did not help the Seahawks win the game. It did. That's one of the loudest stadiums, okay? So that's what the 12s do. That's why they're the 12s. They're loud booing on the opponent team, the opponents. So that way, it caused them to get false starts, cost them to get delayed games distract them that's the whole point of it and check this out apparently it didn't phase russell wilson anyway because he says a few months ago that he was going to be non-emotional about it so okay so why are you getting caught up in your emotions about that that makes no sense makes no sense at all but um i thought the seahawks man they I, I, i was proud of that squad man that that defense looked good man those guys are young and hungry in the words of the great Les Brown, young and hungry, you know, I'm, man, like, of course, this is not Legion of Boom, but maybe they could become Legion of Boom, too, or something, I don't know, but I, I, I like the, I like that mentality, they, they, they have their identity, and that's the key to any successful team, what's your identity, because you can have a team with a whole bunch of talent, what's your identity, and see, with Seattle, what happened was, especially when Russ threw that pick at the one, you know, like that shattered, that shattered the team's identity. You created a divide. It's like, okay, are we defense and run and run the ball and pound it on the team, or are we going to this passing thing? You know, and that's what that's what they went. That's the route they went. And the thing about it is, it's hard to do that because you they're still trying to play. 
they still trying to be the other identity too. So it's one of those things. Russ Russ wanted to be the the passing identity. He wanted to be the Patrick Mahomes and all that. But here's what you gotta understand: if Patrick Mah- Patrick Mahomes became a Seahawk, guess what? Patrick Mahomes would have still been able to do his thing, you know. And, and see, if it's all about winning, it's all about winning, you know. People, you can't compare Russ to Tom Brady. Not most people. You can't compare to Tom Brady. You know, he wants to play for twenty years. If that's your goal to play for twenty years. Okay, well, number one, you're you're not you're not you shouldn't be compared to Tom Brady. Tom Brady's goal is to win Super Bowls. I don't think it was his goal at year ten to say I want to play for twenty years. No, his goal is to win a Super Bowl. Russ's goal should should be to win a Super Bowl. Um, but anyways, Geno Smith was phenomenal. He had a phenomenal first half. He was he was solid in the second half. Didn't give up the lead. Didn't turn the ball over. I'm cool with that. Uh, Rashad Penny had some good runs. Well, here's what I'm going to say about Geno. Geno is very, very talented. He can play. He knows the game. Right? He can read defenses. He can make necessary throws. But what it is, and this, and this is at times this will separate the difference between an average quarterback and a good quarterback or a good quarterback and a great quarterback or below average quarterback and an average quarterback. Pocket awareness. Like, you can have all the arm talent in the world, but if you lack pocket awareness, you can't sense when that pressure's coming. Oh, uh-uh. He, had, he got sacked two times by Nick Chubb. Though they were huge sacks. And, and it's like, okay, you got to make a move, Gino. Got to make a move. Step into the pocket or run. You got to do something. And then he had one where he fumbled. Thank God the offensive lineman recovered it. But, you know, you have to be able to. You have to have that. Now, I, wasn't, I didn't play quarterback or anything. I, didn't, I played Sandlot football. But I didn't play football for the school. But here's the thing. I don't have to do that to be able to have awareness, to recognize that you got to have awareness of this. You know, you got to recognize when that pressure is coming because the, the offensive line did a brilliant job. They did a brilliant job. And you know what? I don't hear people complain, saying anything bad about the Seahawks offensive line. You notice that? I don't hear anybody saying anything about the Seahawks O-line. I wonder what's the difference. Because if you remember last year when Geno Smith played the games he played, he offensive line did a real good job. Did a real good job. So what is it? Was it because of Russ? You know what it is? I'm not going to say just because Russ was the quarterback. What it is, it was what was Russ trying to do. Like, see, yesterday, now for the Broncos, he's hitting the short. He was hitting. He did. He was hitting his short passes. Okay. He was hitting his short passes. And maybe the coaching over there, they're saying, hey, man, they put an emphasis on you need to do this, do that. And I think that's proof that it shows that Pete Carroll did give Russ a lot of freedom. Or maybe it was just a situation where, you know, you used to Pete Carroll and it's like you never thought that you would be traded. So you could kind of freelance and do a little bit what you want, which Pete Carroll, he Pete Carroll is not a micromanager coach, you know. So when people say Pete was holding Russ back and all. Why would he hold Russ back? If he wanted to hold Russ back, then, you know, he, he never would have started Russ as a rookie. If he wanted to hold Russ back, do you start a rookie to hold the rookie back? Now, as I'm talking about my Texans, bring up my Texans in this conversation, Damian Pierce should be the starting running back, right? But they're giving um, Rex McCaffrey all these carries and, <laughs> and you know, it's like that's the definition. That's the prime example of holding someone back. But you know, the media is gonna make up their narratives and all that stuff. But um 
I mean, what Pete Carroll, what he always promoted was, even before Russ, and this team was still exciting to watch because the games they lost, even with Tavares Jackson, you know, they bear, you know, they didn't get blown out, you know. You know, they played physical. They was imposing their will on teams, you know, just playing physical, focus, defense, and running the ball. Beast mode, Legion of Boom, all that. You know, that's how – check this out. Matt Hasselback was still able to beat Matt Hasselback his one year up under Pete Carroll. You know, they won the division. Yeah, 7-9, but division wins, division wins, baby bubba. And they beat the defending champion New Orleans Saints in the playoffs. <laughs> so – Matt Hasselbeck was be, was was allowed to be Matt Hasselbeck up under Pete Carroll. They ran the ball, and Matt Hasselbeck would make smart throws. Boom, boom, no short throws and everything. So, but this was man, this game really had me on the edge of my seat. I was on the edge of my seat for real, man. And I'm like, oh boy, oh boy. But I, I I'm like, Russ is about to. It's fourth and five. I'm like, they about to go for it. And when they did not go for it, I'm like, whoa. I'm like. Russell Wilson can get that. Like, yeah, I'm rooting against him today. But, you know, the thing about it is just because you boo somebody doesn't mean you don't appreciate what they can do, the threat. You know, it's like if you watch the Avengers and, you know, some people root for Thanos, you know. But if you're booing Thanos, you're against Thanos or whatever, right? But you recognize the threat that he has, that he that he can cause damage, you know. So you boo him to hopefully to distract him. And Russell Wilson, you know, you have to boo him because if you don't boo him, then he's going to just get into his comfort zone. You remember that move that song? Welcome to the comfort zone by Vanessa Williams. But anyways, um, if you um, where was I going with this? Yeah. So if you allow somebody to be in that comfort zone and guess what? They're going to thrive. They probably would have blown the Seahawks out. But that's why you got to make them uncomfortable. That's the point of having home field advantage, baby. Bubba. But um. But, you know, um, hey, they, the Seahawks, man, they played a real good game. They played a real good game. But, yeah, but I, the fact that they, the Broncos brought that kicker out, I'm like, yeah, so it seems like they don't trust Russ. And, you know, a lot of people, they question, why would Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett, call a play with a shotgun, putting yourself three, three, um, two, three yards further back than what you really are? Well, what you have to understand is by Russ being about 5'10-ish, it's easier for him to see when he's in shotgun formation, which is why they went in shotgun formation when they um when he threw that pick at the one, you know, and that's why if you notice, you Russ doesn't really go for a lot of quarterback sneaks at the one. He doesn't, you know, he hikes the ball shotgun formation, so that way um he can he's able to see, but also it's it makes it more easier for the def the, the the D lineman to get to you as well. So, but yeah, it's Broncos fans. I'm telling you, like I say, this is not hate. You you saw a taste of it yesterday. I mean, y'all still may may not make the playoffs, but with Russ, um, he wants to throw that deep ball. He has one of the best deep balls out there. I would, you know, but it's like it's equivalent to if you watch baseball to a batter going up there. You know, you can hit home runs. Let's say Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, or somebody, right? King Griffey. If they only swung the bat, the bat just to hit home runs, you know, it's like no matter what, I'm going to hit. I'm, I'm trying to get this home run. Well, you got to do the other things too, you know. So with the seat with Russ, 
he'll over he'll he'll overlook a short pep throw to try to throw deep, but then what happens is it'll cause him to get sacked. All right. But also, if you notice, there was a play where um what was that? With the running back Williams? Okay, yeah, it was third and fifteen. He did a screen pass to Williams. But see, Williams wasn't wide. I mean, he was wide open right there. He was open right there, but you had Sutton. Sutherland come going across the, the shadow cross, going across the middle. He was wide open. He could have got probably about 20 yards, put them in real good field goal position. Probably could have got a lot more than that because he can break some tackles. He's pretty nifty, too, and he's very fast. He can catch. And Russ missed him. Why? Because he couldn't see over the line. Because if he could see over the line, he would have thrown it to him, right? Okay. So, But he threw it to the halfback. And he had like three Seahawks defenders by him, but he was able to get through them and he was able to gain 10 yards on that. That was, that was a phenomenal effort. That was more on the running back than Russ. And, you know, and I'm thinking, oh, they about to go for it. They didn't go for it. <laughs> and, and, you know, you can't, Say you can't put it all on Nathaniel Hackett because Russell Wilson said in Sports Illustrated that this is a partnership. This is not your typical head coach and quarterback relationship. You know, you know, over here, you know, um, Hackett, Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett, you know, he gave he gave me the keys, keys to the offense. Let's ride. He got the keys to the offense. You know how I know he has the keys to the offense? Because he's the one who's telling people, let's ride. The passenger is not the one that tells the driver, let's ride. It's the driver who goes around telling people, let's ride, let's ride. It's the driver. So he should have said, let's ride. But if the decision was made to kick the kick the field goal, Russell Wilson made that decision. He made that decision. Because he's the one who has the keys, who says, let's ride. You don't give the keys to anybody. And you don't say, let's ride when you don't have the keys. It's like, who are you? Can you imagine being a passenger saying, and you know, you're always a passenger and, you, and you, you're not the driver. You can't drive. You don't have the keys. And you tell the person that had the keys, hey, bro, let's ride. You're going to be like, what? You, you, you can't drive. Where are you going? That's my car. That's my ride. My keys. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. But um, I, I wanted, I just didn't want Russ to win this game. Now he's playing my Texans next week. I don't expect the Texans to win that game. But if the Texans did win that game or if they lose that game, it's not that big of a deal. But I would like for the Texans to win that game. But, see, I'm, I just don't expect the Broncos to lose two games in a row. Then that's their first home game. So, And the Texans, we we still, you know, they're still developing and stuff. But, yeah, man, I, I, I thought that was, you know, <laughs> It, it, I, I thought it was a good game, man. Very emotional game. Very emotional game, man. You know, it's hard, like, on Monday Night Football, watching the Monday Night Games when it's a game I'm really into. That's the moment when, you know, when you're putting your kids to bed, they come, they keep coming back for everything. I didn't get some water. Or he keeps messing with me. He keeps turning the light on. He's talking loud and all that. And it's like. I know we have DVR, but it's like when you're caught up in the game and then you got to turn that emo down, that emotion out a bit, then you got you got to tend to your kids and family over football. OK, 
but it can be frustrating at times and I love my family. But anyways, um, that was a good game. Um, you know, I hope Russ have a good year. I just don't, here's the thing I, I don't want. I mean, I, 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 I really don't want him to win a Super Bowl either. Not with Denver because, because of the narrative, you know, and you know, if the, if it, and what's, what's amazing, what's amazing about with the national media is that now they act like they're so in love with Russell Wilson and they act like, well, how could their Seattle give him up? And it's like, y'all never given this man not one single MVP vote, but you gave Josh Allen four MVP votes when he had his first great season. Russell Wilson didn't have like six or seven of those type of seasons where they voted for um, Josh Allen as an MVP four votes, but whatever. But I just don't want to win the Super Bowl because of the narrative. You know, people like to think, you know, like like Beast Mode and Sherman and all them didn't matter. Yeah, they mattered. You don't think they mattered? Go ask Peyton Manning. Who was paid? You know, like, who stopped Peyton Manning in that Super Bowl? Huh? Who was people fear? Who was people fearing? <laughs> Beast Mode and that defense, man. But anyways, that's all I got for this segment. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. Please go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're at 369 subscribers. Yeah. And subscribe to the TikTok channel, the Student of the Game podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Peace out.